And for the first time, I believe, on this program, it is Jarrett Stidham. Hey, Jarrett. Good morning, guys. How are you guys? Hey, good, great. thanks. Uh, I'll start. I'll make it easy. I'll start with a non-football related question. Were you a Van Halen fan? Or you're probably, you may be too young to be a Van Halen <laughs> fan. Uh, I'm probably a little too young, but, you know, I've, I've you know, dabbled in it here and there. So, yeah. What do you listen to? Like, what, what's your what's your go to genre? Oh gosh, uh, that's a good question. I I'm a I'm a big music junkie. Um, right now, I've kind of been in this country kick, so yeah, I'd probably say that for right now. But a little bit of everything. Um, all right, well let's let's get into the other night and get into some football stuff. And um, you've had I assume you've had a chance to look at some film. Um, how do you how do you feel you performed in that in that second half on Monday night? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, very, very frustrated that, you know, we couldn't, you know, pull out the pull out the win. Um, you know, our defense played played really, really good, you know, the other night and, you know, held a great offense, um, you know, pretty much all night long. And, you know, pretty, pretty disappointed that, you know, we couldn't come up with some with some more plays, you know, offensively. And, um, you know, I, I definitely made some plays that, you know, I definitely would love to have back. Um, but, you know, the, the good thing about about the game of football is, you know, you can, you, you, if you make mistakes, you know, you have an opportunity to, to, to hopefully not make them again. So, you know, my, my, my focus now is to obviously learn from that, but to, to get better, you know, moving forward and try to not to make the same mistakes again. Jared, now this was your first real piece of action, you know, and obviously it comes in a game against Kansas City Chiefs who, you know, some say might be the best team in the NFL. What were your emotions like getting that opportunity and knowing that you're you're in a position that, hey, you can make some plays and help this team win the football game? No, I, I, absolutely. That, that, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, that's that's why that's why I want to want to be playing in the NFL is is to win and, and to help this team um, you know, do everything that I possibly can to help them win. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, for that split second that I found out, you know, that I was going in, you know, I was excited, but, uh, my focus, you know, quickly turned to, you know, what I need to do in order to, to move the chains, to move the ball down the field and, and to put points on the scoreboard. And that's, that's what my focus was on the entire time. So, um, obviously, like I said, just very disappointed. We couldn't get the, couldn't get the job done, but, um, you know, looking forward to, to, you know, moving forward and get back after it this week. When it comes to the situation with Cam, um, I'm assuming that you guys in in the quarterback room were able to, or maybe I shouldn't assume this. Ha- have you been able to keep yourselves socially distanced so far this season? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we've done a really good job of that. I think everybody in the building has done, you know, a, a pretty good job of it, and. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of things that have gone into, you know, this year with meeting rooms and the contact tracing and so on and so forth. And, you know, we all, we all have to be very aware of, you know, who we're around for how long and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, obviously there's some, something like sometimes during, you know, practice or whenever it may be where you can't necessarily socially distant, but, you know, throughout the day, whether it be in the, in the training room or, you know, the weight room or, you know, through the halls or whatever it may be, meeting rooms, you know, we're able to to do that. That way, you know, if something comes up and, um, you know, we have a situation where, you know, hopefully, you know, we're not all around each other all the time. So um, we're definitely been trying to do our, our very best at doing that. Has Coach given you guys any kind of guidelines on limiting off-field activities? 
Uh, we, I mean, we've talked about it um, in the past, you know, just, just to be smart. Um, you know, obviously everybody, you know, has, has family or, you know, kids, wives, girlfriends, you know, things of that nature. And, um, you know, they, they have lives too. And, you know, they have to do things that they have to do, go to work, so on and so forth. And, um, you know, he, we've all talked about it and it's mainly just being smart. Don't, you know, not put yourself in a situation where, you know, you're around a ton of people or, you know, close quarters to a, to a lot of people. So it's just one of those things where, you know, you really have to be, you know, really conscientious of what you're doing and, and where you are and uh, who you're around. I feel like Mrs. Stidham has a busy schedule for you. Like you got to be out mm-hmm. at the apple orchards and Ward's doing Berry all that Farm. stuff. <laughs> also, there's a lot going on with Bro Stidham. He's very busy in front of the fireplace. Yes. <laughs> so, Jared, one of the things that that you've been fortunate to have is you've been in the locker room with Cam Newton now for you know so, uh, several months, and you've been in the ro- locker room with Tom Brady. What are some of the differences and similarities from both of those quarterbacks, and maybe what are some of the things that you're learning from? both of those guys yeah I, I think the most unique thing um obviously both have had great careers you know up to this point and obviously tom's played you know a little bit longer and and whatnot but you know both of them have had great careers and you know seen a lot of football played a lot of football and you know i think it's been from my from my view pretty pretty unique perspective of both you know tom you know has his way of looking at things and the game of football and just his philosophy. And then, you know, Cam looks at it um, in some ways very similarly and, and in some ways differently. So uh, it's just been really cool to kind of see the differences um, and the similarities, like I said, um, to see, you know, what, what has made this person good for so long and what has made that person good for so long. And, you know, it can be both in, in two different ways. So it's, it's been pretty unique. I asked this of, of everybody, but does he have a nickname for you? Cam? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, uh, which <laughs> I will say it was, he just kind of emphasized it more, but I actually got called Stiddy last year. Um, I'm not sure if Tom was the one that started it last year or somebody, but somebody did. It might have been the McCordys. Um, but they, they started calling me Stiddy. And then I think this year, Cam just emphasized it a little bit more. And so everybody, that's what everybody calls me now. Um, so uh, you uh, essentially at the start of this, you said get ready for this weekend, which could mean that, you know, everybody is getting ready for this weekend, or it could mean that you specifically are getting ready for this weekend. Uh, how do you, when it comes to you and, and Brian Hoyer and Cam Newton, uh, how do you guys prepare when there are things up in the air when it comes to who will be starting this game on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for, for myself personally, um, you know, I, I can only speak for myself, but, you know, I, I prepare each and every week like I'm going to be the guy, whether whether that's the case or not. You know, I think, you know, I, I would much rather, you know, be, be prepared than underprepared. So, you know, I've always looked at it as even going back to last year when I was, you know, behind Tom, you know, it, it's only a, you're only a play away at any given point. And, you know, whether you're the starter or not the starter, I mean, things can happen. And, um, you know, I've always prepared like I'm the guy. So uh, my preparation, you know, either way will not change this week or next week or, the, you know, four weeks from now or seven weeks from now. I mean, that's just kind of how I am. So, you know, I can just co- control what I can control and, and move forward and, and, and be prepared. When, when it comes to being the guy, 
there was, you know, be, prior to Cam, there was a lot of off-season talk about you. We have Boomer Esiason on this show every Monday, and he was talking you up, and uh, others were talking wow. you up. Did you, did you feel any extra pressure going into training camp to, to win that job? I wouldn't say so because um, I, I don't. I don't think anybody puts um, you know as high expectations on myself than myself. Um, you know, I've always held myself to a, to a really high standard um, in whatever it is in life, whether it's football or things off the field, whatever it may be. You know, I've always you know tried to put myself um, in a, in a situation to to grow and to and to get better at whatever it is. So. Um, I wouldn't say I put, you know, an extra amount of pressure or anybody else put an extra amount of pressure on myself. But, um, you know, I definitely have, you know, my way of looking at things. And, um, you know, I always want to put myself in the best position to uh, to succeed. Where do you stand on quarterbacks who flop? Uh, Patrick Chung, your teammate, tweeted about this last night. Do you, do you, do you feel like a, a quarterback ought to be flopping on the sidelines? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I, I don't know too much about flopping, so I might have to look into it a little bit more. But uh, it's it's interesting for sure. Okay, I mean that that uh, that yeah, quarterback, that, that, that guy, that Mahomes kid. Yeah, as soon uh, as you get flopped, near him, he's going he, down like Marcus Smart. <laughs> he flopped a couple times the other right. night. <laughs> Jared, take us into your mind a little bit. As far as you talked about, you know, being prepared and you're preparing every week like you're a starter, but get people to understand the difficulties uh, to try to prepare that way and not getting the physical reps. What are some of the things that you have to do when you know you might not be getting those physical reps in practice? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the biggest thing is, is watching, watching more film. You know, I've, I've always loved film. I've always, I've honestly found it, you know, peaceful to, to be in a room, um, whether if it's, you know, by myself listening to music and just watching film or, you know, after practice being in there with, you know, a coach or a quarterback, whoever it may be, um, just watching the, watching the practice, watching the, the stuff in the game plan um, that, that we're doing. Um, I think that's kind of the biggest thing is, you know, you may not, you may not get the reps in practice, but um, like I said, you have to be prepared and you have to be ready to go and you have to know what to do, you know, when the ball snapped, um, you know, if you get in there. So um, I think, you know, just watching a lot of extra film, um, has really been, you know, the biggest the, the biggest thing for me um, when it comes to that. The quarterback question of the week. I mean, Danielle has the question this week. Jared, how tough is it on you guys to have to travel on game day? Obviously, it was a uh, you know a different set of circumstances um, than what I would say teams are used to and what we're used to. But you know, at the end of the day, I thought you know we were we were well prepared and I felt like, you know, we had a, had a great attitude going into the game. Everybody was very focused. Um, yeah, we flew in the morning of and had to play the same night and all that. But, you know, at the end of the day, football is all about adjustments. And that was kind of an adjustment we had to make over the weekend. And, you know, we had to ride with it and, you know, we, we fell short of the win. Um, but, you know, from, from that perspective of just, flying in the same day and whatnot. I mean, it was, it is what it is. And, you know, we had to roll with the punches and, um, you know, that's just kind of how it was. I know nobody is harder on himself than Julian Edelman, but are you giving him the silent treatment? 
No, not at all. I, w- I would never give Jules a power treatment. <laughs> Jared, one of, one of the things that I think is 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 really interesting, and in, you know, from understanding players and you know being in that position before, is the opportunities that present themselves. You're in a position right now where you know there's there's a possible possibility of a great opportunity for you to have the chance to start and go out there and play well, and you know possibly set yourself up for the future. What's your mindset and your approach to knowing that, hey, I could have an opportunity here uh, of a lifetime? I mean, again, I, I think, um, you know, I'm not going to, you know, if that, if that is the case, I'm not going to put any, any more pressure on myself or, you know, anything like that happen. I, again, I'm just going to be solely focused on, on preparing the way that I have, you know, since, since I got here you know, after I got drafted and that's to prepare, like I'm the starter. Um, and you know, I'm just going to focus on what my job is in order to, you know, play the best football that I could possibly play and, and to help the team out in whatever, whatever way that is. And so that's, that's what I'm solely focused on. And, um, like I said, that's what I'm going to continue to focus on as we as we go forward. The answer to that is supposed to be we're on to the Denver Broncos, Jerry. <laughs> that's what you're that's what we are on to the Denver Broncos. Um, there's, we, we talk a lot here on this show about moral victories, and uh, most of you always say that, 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 that there's no such thing. But do, do, do you feel like going out there, the situation that happened with Cam, uh, traveling out there that day, and and having an opportunity to beat what many say is the best team in the NFL is indeed a moral victory for this team. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, we the only the only victory that that really matters, you know, we didn't get. Um, so, you know, that I think that's the that's the main thing, and that's the thing that you know we're going to continue to to focus on and, and work at. I mean. You know, we wanted to come away with the win, and we didn't. And you know, we got to get back to work, and you know, go go into this week and, and, and get another win. Jarrett, what happened at, from the conclusion of last season until the start of this season, where you ended last year as the backup to Tom Brady, and then you began this year behind both Cam and Brian Hoyer? Do you think that was performance based or injury based, or both? I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to performance. And, um, you know, I think, you know, this this profession that we're in, it's all performance-based. And, um, you know, you, you got to be able to go out there on the field and, and do the things that, you know, you need to do in order to move the chains and, and to help the team. And, um, you know, it was just, again, I've, I've been controlling what I can control. And, um, you know, my, my preparation, my, my effort, my attitude, and, you know, my, my performance, you know, have all been things that I can control. And so, um, you know, I, I'm not the one making decisions and so on and so forth, but, you know, I, I can control all the things that I can control. So that's that's kind of been my mindset, um, you know, each and every day. And, you know, I'm working my butt off to, to make sure that, you know, I can get out there on the field and perform at a high level. You mentioned Tom Brady earlier. Do you guys communicate? Does he reach out? Do you reach out to him? Have you this season? Yeah, we have. We, we've communicated back and forth a little bit, um, just checking on each other and, you know, seeing how things are going. But, yeah, we've, we've definitely been in touch. One of the things that it's it's always intriguing for me to know about former players, uh, play, current players and former players, uh, guys that have played for Bill Belichick, 
what have you kind of learned from him? You know, this guy, he's been your only coach, and I know there's Monday morning meetings and the Wednesday meetings and seeing how guys are prepared. What's it been like to play for a guy like Bill Belichick? Because I always think fans are always intrigued to to know what, what players think about playing for a guy like him. No, it, it's, it really is incredible. Um, you know, obviously I don't have, you know, uh, you know, a bigger perspective like some of these other guys, you know, on the team that have maybe played for some other coaches and things like that. But, you know, what I, what I do know is that um, co- coaches, all, it always seems like he's ahead. He's ahead of everyone else. Um, it always seems like, you know, he, he just has a, such a, a unique perspective on the game of football because he's been around it for so long and, um, you know, we'll be, we'll be sitting there talking and, um, you know, it was funny the other day, him and I were, were sitting there talking before practice one day about, um, you know, whenever he had the call defense back in the day against, you know, a certain type of offense and, you know, just how the game has evolved over time. And it was just really cool to sit there and talk to him about, about the, you know, the evolution of football from even from then to now. And, um, it, you know, it's been obviously a, a huge blessing to be here, a part of this organization and, you know, to, to play for coach Belichick and, uh, you know, there, there's stuff that you can learn from every single, every single day. I mean, the, the stuff that you know, he says to us in meetings is just so eye opening um, of the game that, you know, maybe sometimes you wouldn't think about, you know, on a, on a day-to-day basis, but, but he puts such an emphasis on, on certain things that, you know, really the, at the, at the end of the day, the, those games comes down to. So it's, it's really it's a, it's a lot of fun to play for him, um, and, and it's obviously a, a huge uh, learning curve to play for him, and um, just to, you know build your knowledge each and every day around him. It's it's a lot of fun. Is he more intimidating with the double mask? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that it was a it was a good good thing. You know, I thought, hey, there's no way you know he could get fined for this. So I think that's a that's a positive. <laughs> All right. Well, so you're preparing. I assume you're preparing as if you are going to start. Correct. Uh, that's that's how I always look at things. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, you're on to Denver, that's and it. it's been it's been great having you on this morning. And who knows? Maybe we will talk to you again on on Monday morning. All right. Awesome, guys. I appreciate you guys having me on. All Thank right. you. Nice have a great one. This Later. morning. There you have Jared Stidham. Hmm.